following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we are. It's another edition of Mick Shots as we get you set for the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles this week and look back at uh, what happened on Sunday at AT&T Stadium a little bit further as well. Bill Jones, and I'm going to adjust my audio level here just slightly here. There we go. Bill Jones with Mickey Spagnola in the SWBC Mortgage Studio and the four-time Pro Bowler Everson Walls as well in his own home studio. Let's start with you, Everson. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Bill. You know, every time you always notice what I'm wearing, I got to tell you, I have so much cowboy gear back there, man. It's ridiculous. If it's free, it's for me. I got to tell you, man, this stuff is good stuff, man. I love the cowboy gear. They got the best-looking cowboy, best-looking gear, period, than any other sports team. That's what I like about them. I don't know who their designers are, but they do a good job. They, they do, and it looks like Mickey has the same philosophy. Yeah, He's in his looking Cowboy good. Gear looking as good, well. and I'll tell you what. So I've been, you know, they give us every year we go to training camp, they would give us something, right? We we're supposed to wear it at training camp. So I've got a closet full of stuff. So I figured when I retire and I'm not working, I don't need any other clothes. I'm going to wear all this stuff that I've been <laughs> up with. I wear cowboy stuff years. every day. Every day, Spags. I'm wearing no something cowboy-related. No sense buying anything new because most of the stuff is brand new. <laughs> hey, if they want to recognize me or ID me after a deadly accident or something, well, was he wearing cowboy gear? Yes, he was. Oh, yep, that's Everson. Now that's I understand why, it was, why uh, I see older people in They'll be wearing jumpsuits, right, or overalls. It's like there's no sense dressing up anymore. We lost. We lost. We we know we we reached our peak and we're on our way down the hill. So yeah, why worry about it? And I got my buddy with us. I tell you this, but. I Uh-oh, see that. Mickey I Monkey. see that, yeah. And you got him positioned better where we give uh, proper uh, signage to yes. SWBC Mortgage as well. Which and is so the reason I'm in here, positioned. so I figured we ought to position it right. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly right. Uh, along those lines, as far as Cowboys gear goes, you know those Hawaiian Cowboy shirts that we got when we were in Hawaii last year? Yes. They were the hit of Thanksgiving at our house this year oh. with my family here, with my uh, son-in-laws. Uh, I was able to hand out. We watched the Cowboy game that afternoon in uh, in Cowboys Hawaiian shirts. So there you go. Man, does you that... You know, you make a good point, Bill, because it helps you save money during Christmas as well. That's exactly right. I love yeah. it. That I seems love it. Like, that seems like five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, and it was just last just year. Last oh that. my god! Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I uh, I uh, started off the show uh, describing Everson Walls as a four-time Pro Bowler, and that would be more more Pro Bowlers than the Cowboys. Four more Pro Bowlers than the Cowboys have this year. I didn't, oh, Mickey. Man. 
I didn't even know that the Pro Bowl teams were going to be announced yesterday, right before the uh, I didn't my six twenty sportscast. It, it comes down that uh, you know the Pro Bowl teams are being announced. Of course, there's no Pro Bowl game this year, uh, and you know, they were making the announcement on the NFL Network. And then I went through it. And I was like, well, okay. Not that I thought that a Cowboy player was deserving, <laughs> but I went through the list. And I went through it again and again and again. Like, there's no Cowboys on this list. Well, that didn't first time su- since 1989. <laughs> that didn't surprise you, did it? No, it did not surprise me. But I thought, well, well, you they're know, all I'm just on, used to. They're okay. all on injured reserve. Yep, that's right. <laughs> right, that's exactly right. So, oh my God! So I start with was, Tyron Smith and Zach Martin and Dak Prescott. Dak if Prescott. he would have kept playing, he would have been right there in the hunt. Yeah. And if those guys were playing, Ezekiel Elliott would be back in there. And who knows where Amari Cooper would? That's be. That's right, Spags. So yeah, and, I, I, and for I, all we know, Demarcus Lawrence might be in as well because. If we're balling on the other side of the ball, then that gives him more opportunities for sacks and, exactly. and, and impact-making plays. That's why I I, yeah. I, I I found it amusing, you know, talk radio, God bless them, right? Uh, you know, oh, that's, that shows you how bad this roster is. And it's like, okay, let's have a little bit of understanding here. So I thought the interesting thing was I remembered 89, right? No, there was no, uh, no Pro Bowlers that year. And uh, I'll get to what Jerry Jones had to say about it. But in 87 and 88, there was only one, and it was Herschel Walker. And 86, right. there were none. So I was curious, well, 85, who was on it? Well, Doug Cosby, Tony Hill, Randy White, and one Everson Walls, by the way. I still have the picture. I still have the picture, yeah. Of the four of you? Of the four of us together with the, the little ladies in the hula skirts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I still have the picture. I, I, that's why I, I, could, I can see it now as you were calling it out. Uh, I think that was Doug Cosby's first and only uh, Pro Bowl. Uh, Cowboys have obviously always been known for having uh, great tight ends. Uh, first, we had Billy Joe Dupree. Now, I don't think Billy Joe made a Pro Bowl, but uh, as Billy Joe started wow. getting older, then here comes uh, uh, Cosby, who, who um, uh, just really took it to an entirely different level. He wasn't nearly as good a blocker as Billy Joe was, but at that time, we had started opening up the offense a little bit more, uh, and Cosby was our guy, man. I, I, I got to say, uh, what I saw with Novacek, uh, Cosby wasn't as athletic, but he was as prolific as Jay Novacek was at that tight end position. And you know, okay, this, uh, Everson, this like, I just looked up, I just looked up Billy Joe, I just looked up Billy Joe, he did make three Pro Bowls. 76, oh, 76 77, yes. and 78. He made three Pro Bowls. So the Pro Bowl ahead, string Mickey. for the Cowboys really didn't start until 91 because in 90 they only had one, and it was rookie Emmett Smith before all that started. But, hmm. you know, I, it was interesting what Jerry said today, and I, I'm sure he wasn't surprised that they didn't have any, but when they brought up 89, he goes, no, we didn't have any in 89, but there was a bunch of guys on the roster that became Pro Bowlers, I can tell you that. So I went back and looked to see yeah. that 89 roster and the future Pro Bowlers, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, Mark Tuane, Nate Newton, Mark Stepnoski, Tony Tolbert, Daryl Johnston, and Ken Norton Jr. 
all those guys were on that 89 team. Uh, some of them weren't no starting Kevin yet. Gogan? Uh, oh, I forget. Kevin Gogan, Gogan? I think Gogan made it when he got traded. With, or he ended up as a free agent. The Raiders? The Raiders? Oh, is that where he went? I, I thought he made it as a cowboy. No, he didn't make no, it as a cowboy? he didn't make it as a cowboy. Because he wasn't, he wasn't, oh, he didn't really he was, get He was good. good enough. Yeah, he really didn't get good until uh, after that uh, Super Bowl, 92, I think, 93. Might but be but he, he always Raiders. had that, he always had the attitude oh. of a pro bowler. Go, go, and, and he whipped many pro bowlers' asses, I must say, during the year. And, and let's just, let's call it like it is. Kevin Gogan, one of the coolest guys ever. He's the only person that we know of to get into a fight at the Pro Bowl in Hawaii. <laughs> that's no, how you know. No, the that's Bowl. typical. There was somebody else. <laughs> no? Randy White. Who else was it? Randy, Randy White. White. With the Bears that year. Now it, no, oh, my God. It really? might have been that 85. <laughs> in the Pro Bowl. It might have been the 85 season. Now you t- I was there. Are you talking about a fight during the game no. or away from the game? Kevin Gogan at the hotel. fought. No, no, no. Kevin Gogan got into a fight on the field uh, okay. in a game where right, see, at the that difference. time no one really cared about giving effort. My rookie yeah. year and, and, and a little bit after that, we were all like gun-ho, a Pro Bowl, we got to win. Uh, well, by the time Gogan got there, then it, it's just a laugh, right? right. And uh, so that's everyone's attitude, but not Gogan. He yeah, comes in he- there, and I don't know what happened, but he riles somebody up. Next thing you know, his helmets, uh, he has someone else's helmet in his hand, and they're going off. Like, dude, this is Hawaii. <laughs> no one no. gets upset but, during the Pro Bowl. But, but, Ran- <laughs> but Randy's... Uh, his was even crazier. Well, the first time he got into it, a little, little Bears, bit of alcohol involved with Randy. A little bit of alcohol involved with Randy. Yeah, it was that preseason <laughs> game with the Bears where he got into it with uh, Mark Bortz, I think it was, and he yanked his helmet. Preseason, yeah. he yanked his helmet off and <laughs> boinked him on top of the head with it. <laughs> And he got thrown out. And when you ask him about it today, he'll tell you, well, I didn't want to play anyway. It was 100 damn degrees. (laughs) (laughs) But the difference in the two fights at the Pro Bowl, during the Pro Bowl week, is Randy got into a fight, at least one, maybe multiple. Yeah. uh, During the week at Pro Bowl week, not at the game. This is away from the game. Kevin Gogan in the the game. game. And and, and to me, Practice, getting into it in, in practice is just as bad because no one. No, I'm not was saying practicing. practice. It was away from practice too with it, with Randy. You know, Coach McKay from the Bucks. Uh, I remember my that was I think that was our first Pro Bowl, maybe second, and he he promised us the practices were going to be so easy and quick that we would be on the beach by the time the tide was up. I believe is how he put it. So. You know, if you want to just go hang out at the beach, then you came to the right team. So John McKay was the best Pro Bowl coach. Uh, Gene Stallings, not knowing, he had no idea. He comes in. We're, we're, we're doing our uh, calisthenics, and no one's doing calisthenics. Once again, no one cares. <laughs> and while we're doing calisthenics, Gene Stallings comes up to Mark Haynes, Pro Bowl defensive back from the New York Giants and ask him to buckle his chin strap <laughs> while he's stretching. <laughs> you know, you see, you know what I'm talking about, Spags. Oh, I yes. mean, and 
Mark Haynes is looking at him like, bruh, what is your problem? And and I, I think, I don't even think he's, he fastened it. And I think at that point, Gene kind of realized, okay, let me let me back up a little bit. So, so man, hey, this, this kind of occurred stuff, to me. Man. So if you look at this Cowboy roster now, do you see potential future Pro Bowlers? I was going to ask that question. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I definitely one. see one. So I'll start I definitely with, see one. I'll start with, I'll start with C.D. Lamb. There you go. And I'll let you guys each take a shot. <laughs> Give me somebody. I got I got to go with uh, j- just because you named a wide receiver, I'm going to go with Demarcus Lawrence. But of course, Amari Cooper, guys. You know his consistency is still there even this year. And those guys have so, already been pro. Just bowlers. think about. I, I want a new guy. Well, yeah. You I, want you want you want new. Guys. So you want someone that hadn't made it then? Yes. See, I thought someone I'll give that you another, hasn't I'll, made I'll, it. I'll give you another one. If he had been healthy, I thought Lael Collins was on his way to be a Pro Bowl offensive tackle. I thought he had a really good mm. year last year. Unfortunately, he didn't play. Where one of the problems that works against him, there's so many other Cowboy offensive yeah, linemen that are Pro Bowlers. Yeah, line, right? Uh, that's right. And all right, so Everson, what do you think about Trey? What's his What's his potential in this league? I, I, I don't see it yet. I just don't see it yet because the, just the culture is not there. Unless he can come in like like Mel Renfro did, like I did, like Mike Downs, to where you just you know, all of a sudden, you know, here they come and boom, there's, there's, you know, the playmaking ability right there. Uh, he's going to have to rise very, very quickly. Now, just because you're not a pro bowler, to me, that, that's, that's not a knock on you as a player. There's a lot of guys that didn't make the pro bowl out there that are extremely valuable to their team and their system. And, and if you don't get recognized from a, a league-wide standpoint, Sometimes that guy can be your guy and you still uh, don't make the Pro Bowl. And I, I got to throw your boy in there, uh, Leighton Vanderesh. I thought, I, I think if he, stays he has healthy. the potential if he could just stay away from the injuries and if this defense can somehow get a lot of, I wouldn't say other people around him, but if, if they can just somehow get a hold of this system and get the right fit, whether it's player coach, you know, uh, calls, whether it's, you know, teammates around you, uh, I think he could be a linchpin for our defense uh, and its improvement because he's not going to make it with this defense. I'm saying with the, the stats that we're talking about right now. The defense has to improve, and therefore he has to be a product of that improvement. But I think it can happen. Okay, I'll give Of course, you- he has made the Pro Bowl already in his career. His, his rookie year, he made the Pro Bowl. Leighton Vander Esch, he was an add-in. Oh, yeah, oh I count. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's and that's the other difference. That's the other uh, difference between now and the 80s when yeah. Everson was going. There weren't, there weren't guys opting out uh, so much back in the 80s is what they're doing nah, was we, could, we look forward to that trip. And every, yeah, no, one's, right. well, no one was making a lot of money, so uh-huh. now there was you can no just, fear of <laughs> losing big salaries and, and the way it is right now. Now those players, they're, they're not paying for the trips anyway the rest of the year. They, they, they not only get their, <laughs> themselves, their families, their girlfriends, whoever, you know. They got endorsement deals that send them over there, wherever they want to go around the world. Why so do they I'm gonna care about you, going to the And Yeah, I mean, and money. at the time, I don't know what they're paying now, but at the time, if you won, you got 10 Gs. If you lost, something like 7,500. Oh, they changed So it. unless you're going to raise the purse, 
But even so, it's got to it's got to change significantly because the salaries have just gone through the roof from where they were at the time. So I'm going to give you, the, the I'm Pro give Bowl you will one never more. be a competitive game again. Yeah, I'm going to give you one more, and this may you think come out of the blue, but I think Tyler Biadish uh, has a shot at this. Uh, I think that had he not uh, strained his hamstring, he still would be the starting center, and Joe Looney would be the backup. Uh, they're going to keep it the way it is, it sounded like yesterday. I think, uh, I can't remember if it was McCarthy or Kellen Moore talking about they just wanted to go with continuity now. This will be like three weeks in a row with the same five in the same spots on the uh, offensive line. But I think Biotish, what he showed, uh, has an opportunity uh, to be one of those guys. And I'll tell you another guy, and uh, I think Bill will appreciate this, because yesterday Mike Nolan said if this guy improves as much next year as he has during the middle of the season this year, we've got ourselves a player, and that's Neville Gallimore. Hmm. Uh, he just thinks that Whoa. he just thinks that yes, sir. he has improved <laughs> so much from the start of the season to where he's at now. Now, unfortunately, he's got a sprained ankle. We'll see what happens going forward. But uh, he balled he out. Pretty, he balled out a couple of days and, ago. And remember, he did this. What he's doing now, without an off season, without a preseason, shortened training camp, he gets a normal off season next year uh, I think they're expecting big things from him I got one more I got one more and I, everything is based on you know the ability to come back and how tough the injury is we're talking about Doug Cosby I, I just think Blake Jarwin is is a hell of a tight end I don't know about his blocking I mean we can see that obviously it's tough to block in this system because Schultz is having a few issues as well but just Blake reminded me a lot of Cosby and of, of Novacek in regards to when he catches it, it ain't over. I mean, he's just as dangerous. When he catches it, his eye is on the prize in the end zone. And I like that aggressiveness that he has. His hands are amazing. He knows how to get open. Uh, defensive backs have a problem guarding him, and he's got great athleticism. So I don't know how his, his rehab is coming. But, man, that, if, if everything would have gone well, you would be looking at him as one of the tight ends with big numbers, with big numbers in the NFL this year if it wasn't for uh, Dak getting hurt. Well, and, and having said that, Dalton Schultz has really come out of nowhere this year. He's going to end up probably with 60 catches as a tight end, uh, and that's pretty much of an accomplishment for a guy that really hadn't caught the ball all that much. A sturdy tight end. He's not the flashy guy down yep. the field, but he knows where to find the open spots. He catches the ball well. His blocking needs to improve, but it would be a pretty good two-tight end system now once uh, Blake Jarwin gets back in here. The key on all of these is the team has to win games. Yep. And in fact, they didn't only they need. We're talking two years down the road on these. You got to win games one year, and then you got to back it up the next year with another solid season, and then you get uh, a half dozen to eight or nine Pro Bowlers on your team. All right, the that does it for our Pro Bowl segment. There's so much more to get to, including these Philadelphia Eagles, when we come back in a moment on Mix Shots. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. 
Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough as nails elevation tumblers, We've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Back, back, back. To mixed shots. You can now support your beloved Cowboys from anywhere. Open up AT&T's Fan Zone feature inside the Cowboys app and record your personal cheer and referee signals. You will receive a personalized mosaic and may show up on the AT&T Live FX video board during the game. And it's the final regular season game on Sunday at 325 against the Philadelphia Eagles. And if you haven't gotten word already... The Washington football team plays Carolina on Sunday, and that game got flexed to 3:05. It was a new Uh-oh. game. It's now at 3:05, and of course, the reason behind that is if Washington had won that game, they would have eliminated uh, Dallas and Philadelphia, I guess, uh, for the NFC East title. And so they want to keep the suspense going. <laughs> it's all about the ratings, have, I tell you, boy. Not have the Cowboys <laughs> and the Eagles knowing going into their game that they might be eliminated. So, so right, once Mickey? again, you know, I, I once always think again, about situations. Just think about situations like that. It shows the significance of the Cowboys, right? <laughs> it, 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 even in this situation, yeah. I gotta say, guys. Let's say I was a. Let's say I was a supporter of a team, you know, whether I was a family member, like, like Bill said, girlfriend, son, daughter, you're coming to see my, my father or whatever play brother. And I, I got a flight out. It's a noon game. <laughs> okay. After the game, I got a flight out at, at say six, you know, yeah. okay. That's plenty of time now, you know, come on, man. What, what do I do now? What do I do now? My plans are made. You change it. What? The week of the, I mean, like, what, four days before the game? I can't change this flight. You know I mean? It's just crazy, man. I, I think about those inconveniences what? sometimes. 
in regards it's not to, just to for, you know, Everson, truly, it's not just for family members. There's a lot of, like, for, let's say it happened to the Cowboys. Let's say the Cowboys were going from noon at this late time to 3 o'clock kickoff. There are a lot of people who fly in just for the Cowboy game. And if it was a noon game, might have a 6 or 7 o'clock flight. Not like scouts or, scouts or agents or anything, like uh, independent journalists, right? I mean, Except not this just year. so many different categories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> journalists aren't flying. So no. speaking, right. speaking of uh, Washington's getting flexed, if Dwayne Haskins is suspended, and they may do that, and Alex Smith is not ready to play, he's got a calf injury, who's next on their roster to play quarterback? Somebody from the practice squad? He was out there the other day. He was out there the other day, wasn't he? Well, let me look at the Washingtons. Did he finish the game for the Haskins? Washingtons have Kyle Allen. Is Kyle Allen hurt still? Yeah, yeah, he's he's hurt. Is yeah. Kyle he, Allen hurt? It's Allen. He's it's hurt. Allen. So Josh oh, hurt? Josh Woodrum was on their practice squad earlier. I have to look it up to see who's on it now. I thought Kyle Allen was on injured reserve. Oh, Heineke, Taylor Heineke. They oh. they signed Taylor Heineke or uh, Tyler Heineke after. Uh, after uh, Allen went down, I believe. So here used the, to be in Minnesota. So here's their situation: Haskins, as a starter, is now one and four. Kyle Allen was one and three, and Alex Smith was four and one. So <laughs> think about what's happened to them if Alex Smith is not ready to come back and play this week, and 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 Dwayne Haskins. How do you get somebody to take a picture of you and put it on social media when you're in the strip club without a mask on? <laughs> I'm not sure I want that guy taking snaps tell from you, me. I got to uh, tell you guys, strip joints and their marketing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they, they really are doing great marketing during the bubble <laughs> with Lou Williams Okay, we, we found out that in Atlanta, they've got the best lemon pepper wings that you could ever want to taste <laughs> if you ever want to go to Magic City. That's what I found out. Now you've got this strip joint. Man, that's just great marketing, man. People are going to be coming in there now. They're going to be looking for guys who are trying to ditch, the, you know, ditch practice and ditch isolation. You, you can't get any better marketing than that. You know, come on. Let's invest, Spags. <laughs> Guess it, Let's invest in Magic City. Yes, six six <laughs> feet of distance gives new meaning to lap dances, huh? <laughs> Crab legs. I like that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're okay. So they're, we're going off the rails here. Yeah, Sorry, guys. No, Y'all go ahead. Get back, back to, to football. What we were talking about. I mean, if he's if they suspend him uh, or you know fine him, I don't know what they might do. I mean, there's some rules there. Um, if Alex Smith's not ready, what is the rule? What what is the protocol? Oh, I, I what saw, is the protocol? I, oh, they can fine him. They can suspend him. They can put him on uh, COVID uh, reserve list. The league can do it. The, the team doesn't even have to. do I was going to ask you: Was it league or yeah. or, 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 or a and team? The, and the team said that they were going to consult the league about it. So, the league may have something to say about this one. They're going to beg the league not to suspend them, so they won't have to go deep into the practice. I mean, just uh, the way it happened in Denver, right? When they made the three quarterbacks uh, because of uh, close contact, 
without mask on. They made him sit him. So this will this be an interesting. Play, that could play so well into the Cowboys' hands. <laughs> that could play so well into the hands. Maybe Give, the, come on, man. Maybe I mean, the talk about drama. Turning. This is some drama. Right. The worm's turning. <laughs> I love it. This is drama. <laughs> we got strip joints. We got lemon pepper wings. We got crab legs. Come on, man. Only 2020, bro. Okay, I'm trying to figure out. I'm reading the story trying to figure out where they are as far as uh, – uh, Alex Smith goes and so forth. Uh, but, you know, that's an interesting game to begin with because, of course, it's Ron Rivera's former team, the Panthers, that they're going up against. And so people are thinking, ah, there's a little extra motivation there. But even from the Panthers' side, I like what Matt Rule has done at Carolina. And even uh, even with a healthy roster or with a, a non-COVID issue on the Washington team uh, with the quarterback, uh, I kind of like Carolina's chances as a – uh, a sleeper in this game. Anytime you have a veteran quarterback like Teddy, you know, I guess he's, I'm assuming he's still healthy. I didn't see him go down, but someone like him who's just so even tempered, level headed, got the experience, knows his wide receivers well, and every game they played pretty much, they've had a chance to win it. Now, their record's not that good, but they've just had some problems defensively. But otherwise, that team is no walkover. And, and they're playing for next year, too. I mean, when you look at Carolina, they fired their GM on Monday. And uh, so this stuff that they're putting on tape the end of this season for the new GM, who, who eventually will be hired there, uh, they're going to be taking a close look at it. So th- there's motivation for those Carolina players to play well against Washington this week. And you start talking game. about, you start talking about, you know, where the, where the team is. They're too middle of the pack to try and tank a game, so it wouldn't benefit them at all. So those are the kind of teams, they're going to play it out, and they're going to play out their season strong. Mm-hmm. And, and, but my point on the GM is, okay, now you've got a new regime coming in, and so it's a fresh sheet of paper for everybody. Uh, and so now they can look at these final two games as, hey, I've got an opportunity. I might have an opportunity in Carolina next year with uh, whoever that's comes right. in that's new. Um, anyway, you know it's going to be interesting as far as the Cowboys and Eagles go uh, this week, and uh, you know we've got another show tomorrow to talk about Jalen Hurts as well. But uh, it, it's just going to be very interesting to see uh, what the Cowboys are doing, game planning for Hurts because uh, because Hurts. Obviously, the Cowboys have had such issues uh, as far as their run defense is concerned, running quarterbacks as well, going back to the Arizona game with Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson in the Baltimore game. And uh, it's even Allen from Washington. (laughs) Yeah, even Allen from Washington was 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 nimble footed around there for us. (laughs) It's going to be fascinating to see. Uh, the the chess game uh, from an offensive strategy, new quarterback in Hurts making his third start uh, against uh, what the Cowboys can come up with defensively as far as a game plan without Leighton Vander Esch. Well, you're just going to play. Yeah, that's four, what I was telling you about. Just play four cornerbacks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what we did at Grambling. <laughs> 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 I mean, think about it. Vicky, what are you hearing on the – You don't have you don't have anybody that can run with him as a linebacker, right? You would have to use a DB to try and run, and I'm not sure who can run with him. Uh, what am I hearing on 
Well, the Vander Esch, he's, he's going to be Esch out this like week, right? sounds like he's probably out. I think he's got a high ankle sprain. That He's probably out at least a couple weeks, uh, you would think. Uh, I thought maybe uh, between Antoine Woods, uh, uh, Neville Gallimore, maybe they, they get back. Xavier Woods with his ribs and Michael Gallup with a hip injury. We'll see where that goes. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to have to figure out what to do at linebacker. You know, they kind of did a combination of, of Sean Lee and Joe Thomas. Uh, although a lot of times with the, when Joe Thomas was in as the second linebacker, he was lining up on the line of scrimmage and he was blitzing quite a bit. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to remain and see where those uh, injuries go. One thing you have to be worried about, guys, we know that uh, uh, Jalen can run the ball. We've seen that. But his passing has definitely improved. I'm not talking about deep passes, but those game management intermediate throws. He's pretty decent at that. And he's got wide receivers that can just get open long enough for him to find them. So you're talking about experience at the wide receiver position. We're not just looking at a running game here. We're looking at setups. We're looking at play action. You know, these teams have seen each other so many times. This is going to be a dangerous game for the Cowboys. All right, to Mickey's point as far as the, uh, how fast Jalen Hurts is, how fast do you think he is? Oh, I don't know what his 40 speed is, but he sure seems fast on the field. I'd give him a 4-4. I'm guessing 4 fast enough. enough. Yeah, that's four, 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 five. At, that's at the fast combine, enough. At the at the combine, he ran a four, five, nine. Four, five, nine yeah, at combines the combine. Are tough. Combines are tough. Yeah, combines you know, are tough. Sometimes you know, he's just not ready to run. I think having watched him every game his last year at <laughs> in college at Oklahoma, it's not so much his speed. It, he's a smart runner. Uh, he is. A lot of times uh, it was design runs, uh, and I've seen that with the Eagles, which is very smart game plan-wise with him, uh, and where he gets in an isolated situation where he just has to beat one guy or, or on those zone reads, you know, he just has to make the decision and it's wide open. He is, uh, to your point, uh, both Mickey and Everson, he does. He seems to cut. He, he run. He glides. He covers ground quickly, even though he doesn't have the track speed. You know, he doesn't yeah. have that same kind of speed quickness that Kyler Murray has, as far as being elusive like that. But if it's there, he makes the most of it. And so I think, and that's why I think, from a strategic standpoint scheming uh, both offensively and defensively it's fascinating because uh, that's I think how he makes his yardage uh, in the uh, one on the thing ground. before we go one thing before we break you know when you start talking about running the 40 that's a whole black quarterback thing you know that right <laughs> Shaq Harris James Harris from Grambling State University said he ran as slow as he could so they wouldn't put him at tight end so <laughs> Jalen Harris probably was like I don't want to impress them too much with my speed because they're already trying to put me in the slot so yeah, that's a black that's quarterback right. thing right that's there. We won't, we won't go on those, uh, those combines uh, I think, uh, times. I think all you got to do with Jalen Hurts is see him throw the football I mean, that was the first thing. When, he, when they announced he was transferring from Alabama to Oklahoma, and I, I looked at him, I said, well, I was excited about it, this guy. I mean, uh, he had there, improved there would be no thought of moving him to tight end. Prowess. 
He yeah. improved his quarterback prowess while in college. I still yeah. take my chances yeah. of him throwing the ball and keeping him in the pocket than creating on the outside. And exhibit A to what Bill was talking about was last night. Finley was killing the Steelers running the ball. <laughs> this guy didn't look you like You mean Lamar could, Jackson? Yeah, right? This guy didn't look like he could run a five-flat 40. And he was killing them running He goes the ball. in standing up. Yes. He's standing yes. up. He goes in standing up. You know, I think Steve Young was talking about it on the pregame show last night on ESPN. You know, and Steve Young was a terrific running quarterback, you know. Very elusive, and, but he talks about the, you know, uh, the the way offenses are designed today in the mobile quarterbacks, the run pass threat. I mean, there's too much area for defenses to cover. They give you 25 yards to run with Chris, the football. Chris looks All right. like hey, Chris looks like my grandmother. Yeah, Bill, Chris getting mad at you, man. My, my grandmother would come out, start winding the alarm clock like it was time to leave. Right. Chris has got his hand up, looking at his watch. Does, hey, Bill. Hey, hey, Spence, the, the street lights just came on. The street lights got, just came on outside. We still got time for a break. All right, we're going to take a break because Chris Bean wants us to take a break at 2.07. We got all the way to 2.12 before we have to take a break. All right, back in a moment on Mix Shots. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. To make shots. Cowboy fans, finish up your holiday shopping at the Dallas Cowboys Pro Shops. 
with up to 40% off new gear for the fan in your life. The Pro Shop has huge selection of cold weather gear and the hottest holiday gifts. Tis the season for football and holiday fun. Visit any of your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shops throughout DFW for all the holiday savings. And exhale. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a few minutes left. Well, I left us with five minutes left here of mixed shots. Well, I've you got know, a... before we went to break, here, go ahead, Mickey. I was going to say, I had a mixed shot for you. Oh, I want to mm-hmm. hear it. So, right now, the Cowboys at five and nine would have the ninth pick in the NFL draft. Only because their uh, their strength of schedule is uh, weaker than the other four teams that are currently five and nine. So that's how close this thing is. The Cowboys at five and nine, and the Denver Broncos at five and nine are thirteenth. So there's five teams right now at five and nine. The Cowboys, their strength of schedule four ninety five. The Giants five oh three. The Lions 505, San Francisco 533, and Denver 577. So, as this thing plays out, there's going to be some changes, even if you win games or lose games, because they're all bunched up so closely. And there's two teams right now at six and eight: Minnesota and New England. So. Uh, this whole thing about tanking and losing and, oh, if you're winning, it's all jumbled up in there, uh, and it won't be decided. So many different things will, un, 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 how do I say this, decide these ties because these teams all have to play so many different games. I have a question. I have one question. If I'm a New York Jets fan and I want them to tank, what do I do with Sam Donald? Like the rest of the way? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, they're, they're all talking about getting uh, sunshine. That's what I call them. Sun, they're talking about getting sunshine. And so what do you do with this, this quarterback that you held it so highly, you know, just a couple oh, of years sunshine? ago? Sunshine it's, is Trevor Lawrence. Okay. No, but he's going to Jacksonville now. Is it? Yeah, because Jacksonville's got the top pick now because the Jets won. So let's say if the Jets lost. That was my okay. point. Yeah, okay. Let's say if the Jets lost. So you're going to get another quarterback. You, you got Sam Donald over here that you just, he was our guy. That was our guy. Oh, you, let's just look at how well he can throw the ball. And we're we talking about how great he's going to be. And he's going to take these Jets somewhere. And now Jets are grounded. Now you're, you're looking for sunshine. So let's say Jacksonville stupidly. In, in tanking eyes, stupidly wins the game. Yeah, so the, the Jets, Jets are, are back, back into the game. Back on so the you got Donald, and then you're saying, okay, we want sunshine. So what happens with Donald? Well, Jimmy Johnson would say, yes, you want both. You want both. You that's can't he, keep both. That's what he said even this year about the Cowboys, that with Dak coming back, you want top pick and Dak. And tomorrow, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting to hear Go ahead. I was going to say, and tomorrow we'll talk about what if what Philadelphia does with Carson Wentz. There, there you that, go. That's another one. Hey, and I can't, I can't one. pass this one up. So, 
Detroit. They got an interim head coach, right? He fires the mm-hmm. special teams coach because the special teams coach didn't <laughs> listen to him. Can you imagine the special teams coach going, nah, you're only the interim head coach. I want a fake punt here. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Coombs. And they were fourth and four, fourth and four at their own 31, and all they picked up was three yards. And he fired him the next day. Because Tennessee, he probably fired him. He probably fired him in the, the locker spot, room. He right? just didn't yeah. get it the next well, day. Well, no, because yeah. he said he said he had to go to the GM and the upper management to see what they wanted to do here, because that's just not the right culture here for the special teams coach. <laughs> so I, I I I heard people talking about how how John Fossil. Uh, makes the calls for these fakes on his own without McCarthy calling him. I'm going, are you serious? Serious? Nah. <laughs> Learn some football. Nah. Nope. That is not going to happen. And yet it <laughs> happened in Detroit. And it happened and worse. <laughs> and, and it's the last time it's going to happen in Detroit. Tennessee was up 32-18 <laughs> yeah, think- and all they needed was six plays to make it 40-18 to or 39-18. <laughs> Well, it's a little different doing it when you're down 32 to 18 rather than 20 to 16 or whatever. 20 to 16. <laughs> who are y'all talking about? Oh, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I have no idea who you guys are talking about. I don't either. Yeah, point, I, just, I just threw that out as a random example. My point on, <laughs> uh, my point on the matter with calling fakes on like a punt, it's not like you looked at it and you go, oh, let's run that fake. You've planned out that if we get in this situation and we need a fake at this point, here's the one we're going to use for this game because I've scouted how they defend the punt. Not, oh, yeah, let's just go, uh, hey, hey, Mike, we're fake. You better, you better at least get a wink. You better at least get a wink from the coach or something yeah, before to you make sure you guys right? are on the same yeah. page. That's, you got yeah. The, you got the green light on it. Or else you're yeah. going to be home for Christmas. Look on the bright side. That special teams coach, he, got, he gets to be home for Christmas. But no Maybe presents. that was what he wanted anyway. All right, I think we're out of time now. We're going to take our final break here, which means we are done with the show here on Mixed Shots. But we will be back for a Cowboys hey, Wednesday Mickey, Mickey. edition. <laughs> 1.30 tomorrow. It's, uh, it's our, uh, it will be our Christmas edition. And so I, I want to see you with a Santa hat on tomorrow, Everson. I got, I got mine. You guys got to participate. All right. <laughs> I, I have no Santa <laughs> No, I don't, I don't put on Santa hats. Then they might have me sneaking into people's homes and putting presents in. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> All right. We'll see you tomorrow here on Mix Shots. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!